Welcome to journeywithjesus.net, a weekly webzine for the global church. I'm Daniel B. Clendenin. This is an important week for our Journey with Jesus webzine. On Thursday, June 30th, we finish our 12th budget year. So, as I do a couple times a year, I'm asking readers like you to consider supporting Journey with Jesus with a financial donation. You might think of it as our old-school version of Kickstarter. Since we launched our weekly webzine for the Global Church on June 23, 2004, Journey with Jesus has served over 6 million page views to readers in 238 countries and territories. Or, more accurately, since every once in a while I get this question, in 238 of the world's 252 country code top-level domains. So, if you know anybody in North Korea, Antarctica, or Western Sahara, encourage them to visit Journey with Jesus. They're the only countries in the world where we have not had readers. I hope you might take a few minutes and click on About Journey with Jesus in the upper right corner of our page. See our great team of eight people, writers, board members, webmaster, and web designer. Consider the six values there of our ministry vision. If you'd like to support Journey with Jesus, here are three suggestions. First. Share Journey with Jesus by clicking on one of the four buttons at the bottom of any page. Second, I'll follow Paul's example in Ephesians 6.19. There he writes, Pray for me, that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. And finally, to make a financial donation, you can click on our website. As a 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit corporation, in the United States at least, your gift is tax-deductible. Thank you for your support. And as a PS, next week, July the 10th, Debbie Thomas contributes a lectionary essay and a book review. Speaking of book reviews, for books this week, we have a guest review by Carrie Leroy. The name of the book, American Girls, Social Media and the Secret Lives of Teenagers. The author of this book is Nancy Jo Sales, New York, Knopf, <clears throat> 2016. This book is 416 pages long. Once again, this is a guest book review by Carrie Leroy. In American Girls, Social Media and the Secret Lives of Teenagers, award-winning journalist Nancy Jo Sales explores how the lenses and filters of social media have helped to shape a generation of young people that she suggests is focused more on their digital self-image than their self-improvement. Girls, according to Sales, now often spend hours preparing to take selfies to achieve the perfect look and to attain the coveted label among girls of flawless. 
Sales follows groups of young girls in different parts of the United States to gain insight into their motivations and priorities in the digital age. American Girls paints an alarming picture of how social media fuel narcissism, competition, bullying, exploitation, and addiction to the likes. Sales traces the influences of reality TV stars such as the Kardashian sisters, to YouTube stars, to teens who become famous by posting shocking videos on Vine. She considers the relationship between online pornography, misogynist hip-hop music, and the rise of a teen culture that is increasingly drawn to attention-getting and degrading behavior on social media to earn likes and followers. One of the girls interviewed by sales in New York City spoke of a friend at her school who quote-unquote liked her way to the top, end quote, of the teen social ladder. Their girl reported that she succeeded, that is, she had quote, posted bikini pictures on Instagram and gotten 92 followers in one day. American Girls is a hard but good read for any parent of a teen or preteen, or for those whose mentor or, or for those who mentor teens. Parents and teens are navigating uncharted territory with the development and pervasive use of technologies that enable instant access to and dis distribution of content, often of questionable value, not to say much worse. In mid-April of this year, 18-year-old Marina Lonina was charged with several felonies for allegedly live-streaming her 17-year-old friend's rape in Ohio via the social media platform Periscope. One of her followers on Periscope reported the incident to the authorities. Prosecutor Ron O'Brien, who's handling the case on behalf of the state of Ohio, stated that upon his review of the footage, it was clear that Lonina got caught up in the likes she was receiving from her followers on Periscope during the alleged assault. In Sales' portrait of the modern teenage world, the Lonina case should come as no surprise. Teens want, as they always have, to belong and to be accepted by their peers. Technology affords them instant gratification, in some instances, for the most shocking, offensive, and abusive content. Sales claims that social media have had a major role in fostering misogyny, sexism, and the objectification of girls, as well as creating a virtual marketplace of teen flesh, in which genuine relationships based on mutual respect and shared values have been largely replaced with the Tindered-inspired hookup based solely on physical appearance. Sales argues that Silicon Valley, as it reaps profits from pulling millions of teens into digital reality, should be involved to a greater extent in combating the ill effects of social media and online pornography on girls' development and self-esteem. She also suggests that girls are reading less than before the dawn of social media. In, in part because of the time required to be on all of the popular social media platforms and that girls need to spend more time reading in order to develop a feminist consciousness. 
One aspect of social media that sales does not explore to any significant extent is the positive aspects of social media. For example, community building, sharing of feminist articles, and liking of feminist messages that may also influence the norms and the values of young people. A person could read Gloria Steinem, for example, or follow various things like hashtag YesAllDaughters on Facebook, a page dedicated to aware raising awareness of and combating sexual assault. But to be fair, her interviews with teen girls might not have given sales a reason to believe that there are potentially redeeming aspects of social media platforms that should be explored in depth. As outrageous and shocking as the recent Periscope case might seem, maybe the next case will involve live, live streaming of the planning of a crime to the FBI. In other words, the technology might be used to help rather than to hurt others. In any event, American Girls provides a valuable perspective on what is going wrong with social media. It's important to consider the pitfalls of being pulled into a digital world in which one's self-worth depends mostly on the endorsement of friends and followers on social media. American Girls highlights the need to encourage teens to question digital so-called reality and the meaning and value of so-called likes from followers who may or may not have their well-being in mind. A guest book review by Carrie Leroy. The title of the book, once again, American Girls, Social Media and the Secret Lives of Teenagers. For movies this week, we go to the country of North Korea. The title of this film, Secret State of North Korea, from 2014. This one-hour documentary by PBS Frontline takes you into the world's most secretive and isolated state. They do it in two very interesting ways. First, a Japanese editor named Hiro Ishimara has a cohort of covert and very brave North Korean citizens who smuggle their secretly taken videos out of the country. These people could be imprisoned or even executed for this perceived betrayal. What's remarkable here is how at least some people are openly disdainful of their dictator state. That is, they are not brainwashed. Then, secondly, there are others, like the 20,000-plus defectors who now live in South Korea, who smuggle various forms of contraband into North Korea. Laptops, radios, thumb drives, DVDs, and cell phones. Which stuff makes its way onto the black markets? This sort of popular culture wields enormous power to the extent that it shows North Koreans what life is like outside of their Orwellian world. An unusual form of this second tactic is to release helium balloons over the border, filled with such goodies as American dollars. The documentary film also interviews various experts on North Korea. I watched this film for free from the PBS Frontline website.
Once again, the title of the movie, Secret State of North Korea. And finally this summer, we conclude our 10-week series of, of poems by John Berryman. He wrote Addresses to the Lord, and this is Address to the Lord, number 10. Fearful I peer upon the mountain path, where once your shadow passed, limner of the clouds up their fantastic guesses. I am afraid, I never until now confessed. I fell back in love with you, Father, for two reasons. You were good to me, and a delicious author, rational and passionate. Come on me again, as twice you came to Azarias and Misael. President of the Brethren, our mild as assemblies inspire, and bother the priests not to be dull. Keep us week-long in order. Love my children, my mother far and ill, far brother, my spouse. Oil all my turbulence, as at thy dictation I sweat out my wayward works. Father Hopkins said the only true literary critic is Christ. Let me lie down exhausted, content with that. Address to the Lord number 10 by John Berryman. And thank you for joining us at journeywithjesus.net this last Sunday of our budget year for July the 3rd, 2016. I'm Daniel B. Clendenin.